welcome you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you in the room with us, O oh God. And we thank you, O oh God, as you refresh our hearts, O oh God. You bless us in your presence, and we bless your holy name. For you, O oh God, are worthy to be praised. There is freedom in the room today. There is deliverance in the room today. For you have not forsaken us, but you are joining your daughters. And we bless you, O oh God. We give you praise. We give you honor. And Lord, we just reverence you for the Holy Father, the good Father you are to us. So welcome, 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 welcome again, my sisters, to another moment together as we learn how to warfare for our husbands, our families, our loved ones, because the community of faith is depending upon us, daughters of the Most High God, to be in position to warfare for our families and for our marriages, the institution that God implemented in the beginning with Adam and Eve. And so I welcome you to day 18. We are here once again, God has given us another focus, another prayer focus through our sister Denise. And we thank you for how God moves in her heart. Today, we are focusing that he that he'll guard his heart. So we are going to stand in the gap and ask God to guard our husband's heart. And there is an area in our devotional journals that simply says, Father, I ask that you help and you put your husband's name in there. I'm going to put my husband, my Leo, your son, God, 
insert your own husband's name, but we want God to help our husbands to purposely and diligently guard his heart above all things and receive its effects, everything that he does when he doesn't. For out of the heart do the issues of life flow. May he fill his heart and mind with your word and not allow wrong thinking to replace your truth. I ask you to keep his heart and his mind as he brings his needs to you in prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And so we have some scriptures here that we're going to talk a little bit about. And um, beginning with Proverbs 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 23, it says, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. So the first thing we want to do is pray that God will keep our husband's hearts, that he would guard it and he would protect it and keep it from evil and keep it from wrong thinking. We want our hearts and minds to be in alignment with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will rule and govern in our husband's hearts and minds. And so, Lord, we know that you are great and that you can do all things. So we commit our husband's hearts to your care. And Lord, we thank you to be able to partnership with you to help guard our husband's hearts. And we thank you, Lord, for that position and that influence that you have blessed us as wives to have in our husband's hearts. And then we are going to move to Luke 6, chapter 6, verse 45, which says, sorry, keep your heart with all diligence. Amen. Keep your heart. Wait a minute. That's the wrong one. Sorry. Luke chapter six, verse 45, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good and e and an evil man Hallelujah. We don't even want to talk about that, but we need to. And an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Amen. Amen. So we want to ask God to cover our husband's hearts, guard and fill our husband's hearts with the Holy Spirit, that they would not be evil men, but they would be considered good men in the Lord's sight. And when they speak, they will speak as of the oracles of God and wisdom will come out of their mouths and not foolish gesturing or foolish talk that only offends God. It does not exalt God. It does not lift anyone up in their, um, in their area of influence. So we pray that the wisdom of God will bring forth good fruit from our husband's lives, from their mouths, from their thoughts, Wherever you have planted their feet and ordered their steps to go, Lord, let them bring wisdom. Let them bring revelation out of your word, oh God. Let them speak from the oracles of heaven and not as foolish and evil men. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Touch now upon our husbands, oh God, and deliver them, oh God, if they are not in that area, oh God. Grow them, strengthen them, and empower their wives, oh God, to intercede on behalf of their lives, that their lives may align up with your purpose and will, and that their your word, O oh God, would be hidden in their hearts, that they may not sin against thee. Lord, I, I am moving on to Philippians 4 now, uh, verses 6 through 8. It says, be anxious for nothing, wives. When we stand in intercession, let us stand with hope and faith and not anxiety or worry. Let us trust the word of God and let us stand on the word of God that we may be strengthened and empowered in our prayer time for our husbands. So when we stand before God, let us not do it with doubt because uh, a double-minded man or woman, we might as well know we're not going to receive anything from God, but we want to stand in faith, trusting his word. And his word simply says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. Intercede on behalf of our husbands, stand in the gap and war and fight for his heart. For the enemy wants to come and steal and kill and destroy. And he is not able. He is not welcome. So we rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And verse seven says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I say this to you, my sisters. We're praying and standing in the gap for our husbands, but God has given us that divine connection to our husbands' hearts. We have influence in our husbands' lives. So we want to partnership with God in protecting our husbands' hearts. The word of God in Proverbs 31, hallelujah, uh, verses 11 and 12 simply says, the heart of her husband safely trusts her. So he will have no lack <laughs> of gain. Thank you, Jesus. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. We want to we want to be the doorkeepers of our husband's hearts, protecting his heart from evil, holding him accountable to God's standard. With love, we pray for them. With our mouths, we encourage them. Amen. So it has been said, hallelujah, that a man can only be affirmed by another man. So who does he feel love from? Who does he feel love from? Wives, <laughs> can your husband tell you his hopes and dreams and you listen and encourage? What about his faults? Oh Lord, ha, have mercy Jesus. Or his complaints. His heart is desperately in need of our affection. Amen. That is what God has given us 
charge to love them. And, and, and he needs our belief in him. He depends on us to believe him, to trust in him and our adoration and our affection. He is desperately needing it. We need to give it freely, my sisters. We don't need to withhold, hallelujah, from our husbands what God designed us to give to him, to gift to him. What a great reminder this scripture is of the first thing said to us on how to be good women and wives. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I just want to share five points that God has blessed me with this morning, and I want to bless all of you. Five ways that we can protect our husband's hearts. First of all, ladies, let us not withhold ourselves from our husbands. Let us not use the marriage bed as a tool of manipulation against our husbands to control them. We want them to always be under the control of the Holy Spirit and not us because we are fallible. So we need to guard our hearts to ensure that we are the, the righteous doorkeepers to our husband's hearts. The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife. Hallelujah. And likewise, the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband in the same way the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. That comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 3 and 4. Hallelujah. The second point is our tongues. We need to guard our tongues and we need to, because these things can wreak havoc when they are on fire. Hallelujah. We want our tongues to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And Proverbs 31 and 26 says, we are to speak kind words, speak with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Hallelujah. We need to bind these tongues up, ask the Holy Spirit to help us, especially in those moments when our husbands have made mistakes or they are complaining against us and we want to come back and fight with them. God says, no, my daughter, guard your tongue, speak kindness unto him. The word of God says that a gentle response turns away wrath. So when you have those moments, when your husband is making mistakes or he is attacking you, pray for him, silence yourself and let God go to battle for you because only God can fight the good fight and he will convict our husbands and bring them to submission unto him and our husbands will return to us and love us as the Bible tells him to love his wife and to know that she is the weaker vessel. So he has a responsibility to love us and protect us and not bring harm to us. But those moments, sisters, when we are tempted 
to fight the fight ourselves. Let us bind our tongues. Let the Holy Spirit fight the good fight for you and win the victory. Hallelujah. And then uh, point number three, evaluate your friendships. Our husbands need to trust that our friends are not going to influence us in an adverse manner, in a way that will bring disharmony into our union with our husbands. Our husbands need to be above all else, our BFF. After Jesus, it's our husbands. They should be our friends, and we want them to know they can, uh, they can trust us, that we will not gossip about them or share their weaknesses with our friends. We want to guard our relationship and we don't invite anyone else into that most intimate place that we have with our husbands. So our husbands need to know that we will not be gossiping about them. And Proverbs 13 and 20 says, a gossip betrays a confidence. So avoid a woman who talks too much. So praise the Lord, my sisters. Not only do we have to guard our tongues, but we have to make sure that our friends' tongues are not about wagging against our husbands. We need to guard our relationship with our husbands and protect that innermost sanctum, sanctum, I can't even say it right now. My tongue is twisted. That a sanctified relationship between husband and wife. God forgive me. My tongue is getting twisted, but Lord, we rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus. And now our final point is to build your, I mean, I'm sorry. Our number four is to forgive our husbands. We want to always be ready to forgive our husbands, not to allow the devil any place to come in and divide and conquer. So when our husbands do fall short and they sin against God or sin against us, forgive them. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And let us not, let us not attack them in their weakness, but let us use our tongue to encourage them and free our hearts from bitterness. Let's forgive our husbands. And then the last and final point is build your home. Our husbands are depending upon us to be wise stewards over what they share with us. They are hard workers. They work hard. They bring home the bacon. They take care of their families and they need to trust that we are going to be good stewards. The Bible says that a foolish woman tears down her own home. But Proverbs 14 and 1 says, a wise woman builds her house, but with her, her hands, the foolish one tears hers down. How is a house built? You ask, Let's, let God's word speak for itself. By wisdom, a house is built, and through understanding, it, uh, it is established. Proverbs 24 and 3. So let us not be foolish women. Let us not be 
um, unwise stewards with the resources that we and our husbands, it may not always just be the husbands, but we and our husbands, one pot, this the resources come into one pot and our husbands should trust that we're not going to be spendthrifts, that we're not going to put him in the poor house, that we are going to take care of our financial responsibilities and our obligations. We are going to honor God with our resources and we are always going to give God his first, that our families may be blessed, that increase will be in our households. And so women of God, let's just stand in the gap and bless our husbands by being builders of our home, builders of our relationships. And let's remember God has charged us to be the righteous doorkeepers of our husband's hearts. As he guards our husband's hearts, let us stand at the door of our husband's hearts and protect their innermost vulnerabilities, weaknesses, their strengths, but more importantly, let's always protect their relationship with God that we would remind them when they are slipping of God's word and that we would pray the word and speak life always over them. Thank you, Father. And now I go to our affirmation. Our affirmation, put your husband's name in there. It says, I'm going to say, Leo is a true blessing in my life, and our marriage is a miracle. And I have a testimony. Our marriage is a miracle. And we thank God for restoration and the power of forgiveness because he is a keeper. And then we're going to declare, let's declare it. I confess prosperity over our life and declare that we shall flourish like the palm trees. That comes from Psalms 92 and 12. We want our marriages to prosper. We want our households to prosper. We want increase in our finances for God to bless us to be a blessing. God bless you, wives. I pray that you have been encouraged today. And I pray, oh God, that you will be the righteous doorkeepers God has called us to be. God bless you. We can't hear you, sis. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord most high. The word that went forth on this morning came to convict, came to encourage, came to empower. I wish y'all could have seen me over here and heard me over here. I think I done shook up the whole house and it's not but two people in it. But listen, the word was right, but it was tight. I should have, you should have warned us to put our steel toe shoes on this morning. But see, I literally could feel God nudging at the hearts of his daughters on this morning. Because if you weren't convicted, you weren't thinking about your own situation. Jesus, the tongue, the smallest device 
but the one that has the most sting, the one that would kill, the one that would crush anybody's heart, spirit. Ooh, baby, you got me. I'm going to just speak for myself. You got me all together this morning. So I thank the God on the inside of you that told you to speak a right now word, one that was going to, to shift the trajectory of us as wives' lives, because when it works on us first, right, it has, it has, it, it, it needs to do the good work on the inside of me so that then I can reciprocate that thing to my husband. Listen, y'all better get your whole life together on this morning because, ooh, the word of God that went forth on this morning is sharper than two-edged sword. Listen, it comes to cut. You hear me? And if it didn't cut you on this morning, you better go back. You better go back and watch the and, and listen to the replay. And you better go back and do some soul searching. That thing was so good on this morning. Hallelujah. I bless God for you. I bless God. And I come against the spirit of the of the evil one even now that would try to come against your health, that would try to come against your marriage, that would try to come against your children based on the word of God that you released on this morning. And we decree and declare crop failure over every trap, over every scheme, and over every plot of the enemy. The enemy is defeated and you shall be victorious. We, we call in void of its power now in Jesus' name. May everything that you've been hanging on in prayer be granted access unto you immediately in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to the Lamb of God, the true and living God for the word that went forth on this morning. Woo! My soul. My God, my God, my God, my God. Listen, if you didn't catch the whole thing, I'm telling you, go back, go back, go back. Because so much was shared. So much was shared. Yeah, the enemy is powerless against all of us as wives and all that is connected to us. What's interesting, evangelists, and I know we got to go, right? I just was telling some individuals to stop calling everybody your friend because everybody is not your friend. They are your acquaintances. Listen, not everybody is your friend because many are dressed in sheep's clothing, looking to see what they can get up out of you, right? How can I get in here and cause havoc? How can I get in here, right? And, and cause some things to happen in the background. Oh, you better listen. You better get you a good front row of people. Because not everybody deserves a seat on your friend bench. That's it, Nicole. You better categorize your relationships with wisdom. If they can't speak life, hope, and destiny into your marriage, yeah, you better check them. Check them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I I'm done, but I'm just telling you, there's so much. Ooh!
so much. You gotta be discerning, evangelist. That's it. Come on, come back home. You gotta be. You gotta be discerning. Amen. I, 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 <laughs> as, as our sister already said, we have to categorize our relationships with wisdom, because, like you said, um, some people we share intimate details with our lives. Um, I know one of the sisters have put in the chat: Is it okay to vent? Vent to Jesus. He's the closest friend we have. We cannot trust man. We cannot trust man because sometimes our friends all of a sudden don't become our friends and they know very intimate details about your life and they know how to hurt you. And the same with our husbands. We know the very intimate details of our husband's hearts and we can hurt him the worst. So just be careful about what you share with man, one man or man, it doesn't matter. Jesus is the one we should vent to. Serena, you're right, baby, vent to Jesus. He doesn't hold grudges. You know, many of us will run to mama and our family, right? With all of the things. Yet when the relationship is solid, husband-wife relationship, right? Mama and sisters still know the dirt. And your husband is wondering, why am I getting the side eye? What's all the whispering about, right? You got to use wisdom at all times, in all things, forever. <laughs> and amen. <laughs> Um, yeah, a friend, come on, Tiffany, a friend will go to their knees and before the throne for your marriage, declaring life and truth in love. That's it. That's that, that's, that's, that, that's a, that's a godly, uh, friendship, uh, with an individual, right. That knows how to get a, a get a prayer through to the heavenly father, who best to go to than the one that made us and that knows all about us, right? Why would I run and tell all the dirt on my husband when they didn't make him? God knows the most intimate details of Lonnie. Amen. Woo. Okay. What Tiffany described was covenant relationships. God yep. will bring people in your lives that you will have a covenant relationship with. But even still, it should not supersede the covenant that you have with your husband. Mic drop. That's a mic drop. That's a mic drop. <laughs> and on that note, don't let your relationship supersede the relationship you have with your husband, let alone with your God. He is the best counselor. And yes, your job is to protect him and cover him and keep him. You say it for better or for, uh, uh, for better or for worse in sickness and in health, for richer or for poorer. Come on, silence the outside voices, Lord, so that your voice can resound in our marriages, in Jesus' name, thank God and amen.
Sometimes there are obstacles in the road that can leave you feeling low, and you don't know how to move forward. And sometimes there are turns you wanna take, but the way gets hard to trace. Now you're wondering how did you get here, but don't you give up until you see. How God is ordering your steps So you can walk into your seats He that has begun A great work in you Is faithful to perform God is faithful to perform He that has begun A great work in you it's faithful to perform our God is Yesterday, today, and forever. 
Yes, Lord. 